Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives. Are you having trouble losing weight? Do you get extreme food cravings, especially at night? What about the inability to lose weight even when you cut calories and do a lot of exercise? I know I fell into this category for pretty much most of my life. It's actually probably not even your fault. You most likely have what's called leptin resistance. Leptin is actually a hormone made by the fat cells that regulates food intake and energy expenditure by communicating with the brain. The more fat you have, the more negative leptin messages are actually being sent to your brain. This creates what's called leptin resistance and is going to sabotage all dieting efforts and causes food cravings even when you have enough fat stored. Introducing Zenith, this is an all-new, completely natural formula that gently decreases leptin levels to restore accurate communication between fat cells in the brain. Zenith contains zero harmful stimulants, it's made of all-natural polysaccharides and acetylated fatty acids, very safe for long-term weight loss plans, and it is made in the USA. In an eight-week, university-conducted, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, participants lost 21.3 pounds of fat, lost almost four inches off their waistline, and reduced serum leptin levels by 43%. So if you or someone you know, someone you really love is struggling with weight loss, head down to the show notes. I'll have a link there and a few videos where you can learn more information about Zenith. So listen, I've been experimenting with different types of minerals, especially magnesium, for the past five to six years. But I could never really find a product that I could feel the benefits that magnesium claimed to give. Magnesium is one of the most important minerals for all of human health. It participates in over 600 different biochemical reactions in the body, yet over 80% of the population is deficient. Magnesium deficiency can increase risk for all disease and greatly decrease optimal performance. That's why I like Bioptimizers. They use all seven forms of magnesium in a highly bioavailable form in their product Magnesium Breakthrough. Magnesium helps with stress, anxiety, sleep, immune function, detoxification, and so much more. If you want to try out this product, head over to Bioptimizers and use code INTEGRATIVETHOUGHTS10 to receive a 10% discount on their amazing product, Mag Breakthrough. Today's guest is Mark Sherwood. He is a naturopathic doctor out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And out in Tulsa, he did about a decade with the police department out there on the SWAT team. He also has a background in bodybuilding. He's been featured on Fox quite regularly as a health expert. He has some movies that he's done as well with over 20 million minutes viewed in the U.S. and the U.K., that is called Fork Your Diet. And he focuses on nutrigenomics and GI health and hormones and peptides. But today I had him on the show to talk about hydrogen. And what he likes most is holy hydrogen. They have a device called the Lord's Hydrofix Premium Edition. So it's medical grade hydrogen. It's going to support some cellular health, energy production, cognitive health, weight management. And we got into the selective antioxidant properties of hydrogen and how he's seen these hydrogen machines really accelerate healing in the population that he deals with out of his clinic. 
And I don't believe hydrogen was something that we would have needed prior to all of the invent of the chemicals and heavy metals and a lot of toxins in our environment. But since we have so much oxidative stress going on in the body, hydrogen can be a very critical component to someone's healing and healing journey and whatever protocol you have them on, whether that's herbs, mineral balancing, whatever kind of diet, whatever you're doing, this can be an adjunct therapy. Now, I haven't used the holy hydrogen device myself. I just want to throw that out there for anybody who is thinks that I'm endorsing this product. I know a lot of great people who have and really stand by it. I've only used hydrogen tablets from other companies, and I've gotten really great results with that with like inflammation mental clarity seem to have some detoxification effects and you know effects on uh, workout recovery and things like that but the next device that I'm trying to stack at my little home healing sanctuary I think the next one for me is going to be a hydrogen device so I'm reaching out I'm interviewing some of these hydrogen companies trying to pick their brain and see which one feels right for me so if you guys want to try out the Lord's Hydrofix premium edition from Holy Hydrogen I will link to that in the show notes and sit back and relax and enjoy this show all about hydrogen and naturopathic health with Dr. Mark Sherwood. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Matthew. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. I came across some of your guys' work as I've uh, we'll get into a little bit later. I was just telling you offline. I've I've used the hydrogen tablets off and on for quite a bit and got I mean, amazing benefits with them. No, no issues there, but you know, they start to add up on the pocket, on the pocketbook and these devices that we're going to talk about today, they aren't really cheap either. But if you kind of weigh out the long-term use of the hydrogen tablets, they start to begin to make a little bit of sense. So I'm super excited. I haven't done a show about hydrogen, Hmm. but uh, before we dive into that, you have like a very, very unique background. You're not the average uh, holistic practitioner. Why don't you walk through some of your early days and your early careers and things like that? Yeah, you're right. I've got a, I wear many different hats in my day, I guess. Right. But um, (laughs) yeah, I like, um, I was a professional baseball player at one time. Um, Played overseas in Australia. So that was back before cell phones and computers. So I had to grow up and become a man pretty quick, right? <laughs> and then um, I became a police officer, uh, where I served uh, my community for 24 years, 10 years of which was on the SWAT team. Um, during that time, I actually, a few people know, I was I traveled around the world with a power team. You know, evangelistic groups of of men that uh, blew up hot water bottles and ran through big seats of ice and all that stuff <laughs> on TV on every continent. So I've been with them. I was with them for 12 years. Um, also, you know, since then I got interested in the idea of, um, you know, health and won some, uh, bodybuilding shows and things like that. And, uh, when I was in the police department, Matthew, I was, uh, or you go by Matt, right? Either way. It's all yeah. Good. So when I was in the police department, they put me in charge of, um, uh, developing a wellness program. And I, I didn't know anything about it. You know, how do you do that? So I just started studying and almost like, Forrest Gump that kept on running. I kept on studying. I never stopped. And I went back to school and uh, continued to pursue that. I wanted to find out why people's health was really going in a negative way, uh, not just with police officers, but as general across the, the country and even world. And so I started studying and, and eventually became a naturopath and um, studied in the area of hormone therapy, peptide therapy, immunology, genetics, the whole bit, and just uh, the curiosity, the why keeps me going back to this day. I, um, 
during that time, I met my my wife, uh, Michelle, who happened to be an osteopath and a naturopath at the time. And uh, we connected immediately. It was truly love at first sight. And um, since then, we've written um, three number one best-selling books. We've produced five full-length movies, and we have uh, what is known as the Functional Medical Institute, which we get the opportunity to really um, work with people, not just locally and in our area of Tulsa, but Tulsa, Oklahoma, but around the world. Yeah, that's amazing. I actually love the, I come from kind of the, I didn't do shows, but I did a lot of bodybuilder uh, yeah. diets all through my twenties and was just like, you know, I used to power lift in high school and I squatted mm-hmm. like almost 600 pounds when I was like seven wow. years old. And, you know, so I was like winning, uh, you know, medals and everything back in high school. But then I went into college and, you know, I partied, but I would always do these like bodybuilder style diets. And I think a lot of the bodybuilders are like the original kind of biohackers, right? We were like, up and we're in G, reading GNC books and reading weird stuff on the dark yeah. web on how to kind of manipulate muscle growth and st- stuff to take before sleep. And, you know, it was kind of funny pre-workout. So, you know, we didn't realize half of it had a bunch of junk in it. You know, all the protein powders, they're not as clean as they mm-hmm. are today, but I do no. think some of the bodybuilding group people were more of like the first kind of uh, biohackers. And that mm-hmm. kind of sparked my health a little bit, kind of manipulating. And then when I got really sick with Lyme is when I started to get into all of this detoxification, the peptides, all of the, you know, the nutrition. I tried every single diet I could try, methylene blue, you know, pretty much anything, just throwing everything at the wall, trying to see what would stick for my health. And uh, it's really cool. So what does your practice look like? A little bit of all that, everything you've studied? Yeah, we do a little bit of everything. I mean, there's basically um, eight areas, if you will, that we focus on Um, nutrition, sleep, Stress management, movement slash exercise, those are four. And those are areas that we, you know, have direct control over. So we really work hard to uh, you know, develop a partnership with the person and give them all kinds of uh, information into that area, uh, in all those areas, because they need to really focus on those all the time. That's their responsibility. And then we also do a ton of genetics. Uh, we run a massive genetic panel on people. We're not looking for what is um, wrong with them. We're looking for what is right. For us, genes tell us a story of what the body's supposed to do and how it's supposed to interrelate, interact with the environment. That's called epigenetics. And so uh, that creates genetic expression. Genetic expression predicts outcome, doesn't it? So we all know that. So I want to know how to get the uh, most predictable genetic expression. And so that's what the genes tell us. And then we do a lot of um, uh, hormone replacement therapy, of course. We understand that. We are big fans of that based upon its improvement of the immune system, based upon its ability to protect against heart, brain, and bone disease. And we also yeah. do peptides. Peptides mm-hmm. are incredible. Um, we uh, have obtained numerous, numerous certifications in peptides. And so we, we've used those. And, you know, there's many out there from rebooting the immune system, restoring mitochondrial function, building muscle, losing fat, good brain protection, creation of BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor, et cetera. Uh, We also look at the biological aging process, looking at the study of glycans. And so glycans are these little uh, sugar structures on the outside of proteins. Uh, Our most readily immune system protein is called the IgG. That's an antibody that we create. And if you can look at the glycan structure on that, you can actually determine the immune system and biological age of a human being. And we can actually lower that. So we're looking at this from a gamification standpoint. I want to see how uh, young I can make my older self, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm always working at that and it it becomes a good process. And so 
from our standpoint, I mean, we're trying to improve um, systems biology, of course. We're trying to improve and um, optimize the biological aging process and just get people their lives back to be able to do what they want, when they want, how they want, not hurt. Yeah, beautifully said. And I'm a huge fan. I think uh, hormone therapy and peptides kind of saved my life when I was uh, battling Lyme. I got on TRT and everything. I was working with Dr. Minkoff. You might be familiar with him. Pretty prolific doctor out here in Clearwater by me. And I've had Jay Campbell on the show to kind of explain a lot of the nuances around TRT. And I'm going to have him back on to dive more into specific Mm -hmm. peptides. But um, I think that they're great. And I think it's uh, great to use those in your practice. Mm -hmm. I wanted to switch over to something. I know you are a man of faith. And it Mm -hmm. seems to be a big role in where you're at and how you've gotten here. How big of a um, role do you see that play out in people's healing journeys? Do you think that having strong faith actually helps uh, people heal in your practice? I think it's mandatory, uh, Matt, because like uh, I was saying, I'll lead into the answer uh, with this saying, and it's true. The majority of people's physical manifestations of disease processes are rooted in spiritual and emotional brokenness. And uh, when a person is emotionally and spiritually broken, meaning that they don't have peace, they don't have uh, emotional soundness, they don't have clarity, they don't have just calm, their physical behaviors tend to go that direction, too. Uh, the classic example is when a person is feeling blue or down or not loved, they're going to go eat slash comfort food. Comfort food, obviously, we know by definition, doesn't give you comfort at all, <laughs> although it might be temporary, but it actually will kill you. It's a standard American diet. And so... People, when they're uh, emotionally broken like that or spiritually broken, they don't gravitate towards a bowl of spinach. You know, they don't do that. <laughs> That's the last thing they want. So you can see it's a destructive uh, pattern. And for me, I, mean, I no bones about it. I, I am a, a Christian and I, I have a relationship with God through Jesus. People can call me insane. I don't care. Uh, I'm, I've learned to love people, whether they agree with me or not. And that gives me a great peace. I mean, I can... Uh, help people and we do help people that come into our lives and our practice because there's a gifting that is given to us by God himself. It's a gift of healing. I can't explain it, but all I know is if I'll get out of the way and allow God to work through me and my wife the same, people get better and they get better in all areas. Um, and I want them to get better, not just physically, emotionally, spiritually, but also financially and, uh, you know, the way they think, just make better decisions. And, and we hit on all those areas. And I think segregating those things, Matt, between, you know, you got church over here, which is going to get you spiritually healthy. And then you got the psychiatrist or psychologist, your counselor is going to get you emotionally healthy. The gym's going to get you physically healthy. And of course, your doctor is going to keep you healthy. That's nonsense. It doesn't work like that because, Within those entities, if there's not a conjoining of those holistic principles, they're lacking them. Therefore, people don't get well, which is indicative of look at our world right now. Look at our population of America. It's pathetic. We have we are right now in the worst health crisis that we've ever been in in the history of mankind's existence right now in America in my opinion, sadly, is leading the way in that. 
I 100% agree. And it's funny, I didn't really used to be anything into, I still don't really go to church. I, I would like to, as I keep getting healthier, I think that might be something I kind of venture into, but I used to be like die hard atheist. And then I started mm-hmm. getting into like yoga and meditation and kind of re- recognizing some of the spiritual existence side and microdosing yeah. mushrooms and playing around with those type of things. And then uh, when I got really, really sick, it was very strange and bizarre. I just found myself after meditation praying to God. And I really never really said much about God or like, I, I would say like, you know, I would use words like the universe or, you know, you know, things that spiritual people do. And then I found myself at my lowest, my rock bottom, praying to God because I didn't really know what else to do. And then as I kept healing, I goes, well, what was that? Like, why, why would that come to surface? And it's, I really do believe that integrating some form of belief in a God and a system that's above you is part of my healing journey and why I'm here today. And I'm able to do this podcast. I mean, I was, I was down and broken. I could have never had a conversation with you a couple of years ago. Well, I appreciate that. It's well said. I think the, the whole idea of, uh, and this is good for the listeners to understand, you know, that it'll take a pressure off, you know, the idea of God is, is sort of synopsized with you go to a church on Sunday and all of that. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about a relationship with a being that is the creator, you know, and you don't have to go somewhere to do that. Many times people reach the, um, the peak of a, a desperate situation, you know, a trauma and drama and, and they realize mortality is the great reality, isn't it? You know, and it sort of wakes you up to, wow, maybe there is more to this earth, you know? And so I am about people seeking truth, seeking relationship with the creator. And, you know, like I encourage people all the time and they're in my presence or practice or whatever, if they're struggling with something, you don't believe in God or do whatever. That's not my problem. But I encourage you to seek out truth. And and if that's true, and if God is who he says he is to me, he'll show himself to you. And in a way you understand. And so I appreciate what you said. That is hardcore, true and honesty. And, uh, and that's what it's about, man. It's about understanding that there is someone out here, a being that loves you and, and it is a place for you to go for comfort and peace to bring what I talked about earlier, a sense of, of uh, calm, a sense of assurance inside of you so that life is not just about a bunch of performance, but it's got a higher meaning. Absolutely. I I 100% believe that through those daily prayers, he guided me along to the right holistic practitioners, to the right podcast to listen to, to, I mean, everything just kept kind of getting me a little bit better, a little bit better. I bought an ozone machine, like these, every little thing, I just kept getting a little, like a little bit more energy from that was a little bit more clear headed to make a better decision and then a better decision. And, you know, I already had my diet dialed in because I, when you're really sick, if you eat kind of like gluten or something like it'll wreck you so like it was like i couldn't even eat the foods if i wanted to because i would feel so awful i couldn't have any alcohol i was just i was wrecked i couldn't even have one two drinks but I believe that through them prayers, it kind of just led me to where I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to do things. And 
as I kept getting better and better. And now I'm, you know, pretty much fully functional. I have a little brain fog or fatigue days here and there, but I'm, I am doing like a detox, a heavy metal style protocol. Mm -hmm. So that's to be, um, you know, to be expected. But for the most part, I mean, I'm functioning higher than most people that I know. And I just got diagnosed with Lyme disease a year and a half ago, could barely move. But I just was 24-7 with the prayer, with trying mm-hmm. everything, the technologies, the supplements. And I really have built myself back up even better, I believe. Yeah, and I think that that's the way, you know, that people can hear that story and they can say that's a possibility for them. Mm-hmm. Not that everybody listening has got to go through Lyme disease. But yeah, bottom line is it's, you know, if there's a person listening that says, I know there's more and better out there for me and I don't feel my best. The pattern you just exhibited is going to provide some answers and what those answers are. I don't know, but the answers will be uh, given to you if you, if you seek those out. And uh, I want people to experience the, you know, kind of what you're going through that in the kind of the restoration healing journey that gets better. It doesn't, it doesn't get worse. It gets better. Mm-hmm. And you can feel crappy some days, but it's a, it's really a spiritual experience in and of itself. Um, yeah going through something that difficult and still trying to manage your relationships and trying Mm. to still check in with your family when you just feel like sleeping on the couch and you know, you really don't go like I used to travel all the time and do all these things. And you kind of like all that was off limits because I was spending money on doctors and Mm -hmm. supplements. And I just didn't even have the energy. If I did have the money to go somewhere, it was pretty a pathetic existence, but you come out of it with just a better outlook on life and how you want to treat yourself moving forward and not to say you can't ever have a couple cocktails again at dinner or anything but like you know that 90 10 rule 95 5 rule where you're walking every day you're getting sunlight you're taking the right supplements you're Mm -hmm. balancing your minerals or you have you know hydrogen or some technology at the house that's really keeping you where you need to be and i think coming out of that like you know i think our chronic illness really is a spiritual experience in and of itself yeah i couldn't agree more you know i think that um most people in the spaces that we are in, uh, probably less in the clinician area, but in the biohacker space, which is, and I get it, what you said earlier about bodybuilders, they had it going on way back when, you know, and I learned so much by reading muscle and fitness and stuff like that, just uh-huh. picking their brains. And, uh, you know, bottom line is um, I do believe that the majority of our sickness and disease that we face today are because of our own doing. They really are the standard American diet slash lifestyle. If you get away from that and you decide over here that I'm going to do something different, you know, do what Matt's going to do, that kind of thing, except get line, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to do that. You will see your chances of disease processes drop to the bottom. How much money could that save our country and world and the heartache that it's giving to people? The irony of this is that government's been talking recently about the debt ceiling. I think I don't trust that. They don't know about your health. They don't know about how to manage anything. Do what you're doing. Do what we're talking about doing and take charge of your health. And things can get so much better and you don't have to become just another part of that statistical mess. Absolutely. That's amazing. And uh, I want to switch gears here. I 
watched your um, videos on the Holy Hydrogen site, um, which were, is the device we're going to talk about today. And you talked a lot about oxidative stress and how hydrogen plays a role. But before we get into the hydrogen, I love the slide about, um, you know, critical like cofactors and minerals. So before we just talk about getting into technologies, can you tell, explain to us some of these, like, especially the minerals, because that's where I've been diving into recently. You had a little slide about like zinc and copper ratio mm -hmm. and selenium and things like that. Yep. What are some of these critical like minerals and cofactors that people really need before they even jump into something like hydrogen? Well, you got to go back to understand what is basic cellular function, right? Cellular anatomy 101, people can go back to your old biology class to understand this. You know, within a cell, uh, the, the boundary of that's called the membrane. And then you've got inside of the cell, you got this nucleus, which inside the nucleus is your DNA. And uh, that's got the 23 chromosomes of your mom and dad all intertwined together in that double helix structure. And that's where all your genetic code is, right? And every cell in your body's got that, right? The space between the... Um, the membrane and the nucleus is called the cytoplasm. And within that space, there's a bunch of different organelles, the Golgi apparatus, maybe somebody heard it, but we have heard of the mitochondria. The mitochondria mm -hmm. is a place where ATP or adenosine triphosphate is created. That is your universal um, coin of energy or gasoline for the cells to operate. So the mitochondria, by the way, has... 37 genes in it that are not really protected, and those come from your mom. Who knew, right? Isn't that crazy? But the bottom line is when the mitochondria uh, is doing what it's supposed to do, it provides enough energy for the cell to operate. What creates the ability of our cells to operate from an individual cell? You know, cells make proteins, proteins make tissues, tissues make organs, organs make organ systems, and the organ systems make the organism. But it all goes down to cellular health. And when we don't have enough essential, keyword, underlying, all bold, italicized, whatever, essential. Why are they essential? Vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids. They're essential because we have to have them to create the scenario where your cells have enough energy to operate the systems of the body effectively, including your detox system, right? Your immune system your neurological system, your GI system, your musculoskeletal system, etc. And so all this occurs. If we don't have adequacy in the essentials, we will have inadequacy in the performance. I hope people caught that. In other words, if you eat like crap, you're not going to have nutrients there. And when you're eating like crap and you start to try to take a bunch of nutrients without changing your diet, you will create a leakiness in your gut disallowing the nutrients to be assimilated. That's why you can't just take a bunch of supplements and think it's going to fit, uh, fix you. And I, I've said this before, you can't uh, supplement away, hormone away, peptide away, pray away, a bad diet. It, just, it won't work. And so you've got to just realize that. And when I start looking at these, the way the body performs, it goes down to the idea of if all those factors happen, if we have enough nutrients, there's still things that happen that create waste products. The mitochondria being a powerhouse of the cell, Matt, just like a refinery, if we think about a refinery in the production of fuel, it has waste products. And those waste products that everybody's heard of are free radicals. When the free radicals get built up in the body, the body has these enzymes that actually break down the free radicals and turn them into substances that can be of use. But if they don't break them down, the free radicals build up 
we get cellular damage. Cellular damage results in cellular destruction eventually, and that results in death. So these enzymes that are also created by genetics, they have cofactors or little, call them gasoline tanks, that make them operate. It's kind of their fuel system or their catalyst, if you will. Typically, those things are vitamins and minerals. And so it goes back to the same thing. Our body has a requirement for vitamins and minerals. And to do the things we do inside the body, that the body performs, the functions require vitamins and minerals. And if we're not taking an active, um, intentional focus on that and testing the right things, doing the right things and learning the right things, we're going to be not performing very well. And therein, therein lies a huge problem. That's why people are aging so darn fast these days from a biological aging process. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I love the part on the slide where you talked about ratios as well, because I've been into the hair tissue mineral analysis lately. Yeah. It's probably been some of the best healing that I've noticed because you don't realize like, you know, over the last few years with COVID and everything, everyone's just like taking zinc and taking oh zinc and mega dose and vitamin D. And it's like, okay, like I get it. I get it. But also like if that zinc to copper ratio gets thrown out of balance, copper is actually very important in the body. Yeah. You can have some excess copper that you dump if you do the HTMA for long enough, but you want to have those ratios in balance, right? You do. The ratio for people that kind of, this is a more or less ratio, 20 milligrams of zinc to one milligram of copper. 20 to 1. And know this, when the ratio gets too far off, like if you were to take, you know, like some people, are, and it, it's irresponsible. I'll just call it for what it is when clinicians are out here saying, take a bunch of zinc, 150 milligrams, if they don't talk about the other ratios. Because if you take an immense amount of zinc, for example, which has been recommended out there, you, you and I both heard that, it will deplete and subvert your copper. So it sort of creates this inverse antithetical effect, right? Now, with that said, copper is a very important cofactor for one of the enzymes that breaks down and nullifies the free radical damage. Hello? That's a bad thing. On the flip side, if we take too much copper, that will also suppress zinc. Zinc has a very important process for our immune function, as we know but also our androgen or our hormone production. That is huge, but zinc is also a cofactor in some of the enzymes that break down free radicals. And when we get these imbalances created in our lives, in actuality, it allows for more and more free radicals and more and more damaging free radicals to occur, which will completely nullify the effectiveness and performance of our system. Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives.
Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, it's interesting, like with the HTMAs, like what the, what the practitioner really knows how to read it. Like I'm on really high dose zinc right now with no yep. copper, but then he said after like another, like another test or two, I'll go on the supplement that has the zinc to copper in the right ratio. So it's like really kind of need somebody who kind of can understand the mineral system as it is. And yep. like I was on 50 milligrams of zinc with no copper, but that was just going to be for a short period of time to balance out like the sodium potassium ratio and a couple yeah. things. And then he's going to put me on the other supplement that's got the copper to zinc balanced out. Right. So it is like a healing process kind of system that some of these practitioners can understand if they know what they're looking for. Yeah. When you look at at these micronutrient ratios and micronutrient amounts from the cell level, that's very important to check because otherwise you don't know. And so there's two things to consider. Number one, what does that tell you? And what are those ratios? That's important. But then number two, in what form or what amounts are you going to put back in the body? And I guess probably a third factor is if the gut is healthy, that gives you closer to the assurance that what you're taking is going to be there in the quantities and then the effect it's going to have. But if the gut's not healthy, that's a whole nother um, <laughs> topic right there, a massive thing, because I do believe that the majority of Americans right now have a leaky gut. So you get this disassimilation of these nutrients. But I will check the, um, the micronutrient uh, ranges you know, probably three to four times a year. Now we do it by blood. We do some by hair, but mostly blood because we can, but it does give you uh, clinical, clinically valid information to sort of keep the systems of the body like a high level Maserati. You want to make sure all the systems are working well, and it does help us do that. Yeah. I, I mean, it just, it seems like no matter what, there's got to be some form of testing involved. You know, yep. I, I did the, the um, kind of, take important minerals, you know, kind of aimlessly. And I, and I got a lot of benefits from that, but not like I did once I started doing like the hair test and really seeing what I needed specifically. Cause I was like taking copper supple oh, yeah. separately and taking zinc and taking selenium. And then you get your thing back and everything's out of whack and you're like, okay, well that, that doesn't work. You kind of, nope. you need some testing for sure, whether it's blood, hair, someone who can read it correctly. And then you need to continue it. That's the thing with the kind of how you're doing with my practitioners, like every three months, you need a new protocol because you got it. It's going to shift and you might dump some heavy metals when you're adding minerals back in and you know, all that stuff's going to affect everything. So you got to kind of make sure that you're staying in the, in the ratios. Well, you have to, because um, the body is always changing. It's a dynamic thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And we're being exposed to different toxins on a daily basis. We live in a persistently organically polluted environment and it really is. Um, so our body's suffering challenges also age. Age makes a challenge. Also, the unknown variable, which is the nutrient density of foods these days. Even if you eat well, I mean, what's it got in it? We don't even know anymore, right? And from different sources of crops, you might get a whole different uh, or variable of nutrient ratios, right? So there's all this going on. So it is important to test and, and really treat the body like that. And I, I know people out there would say, well, gosh, that's going to be expensive. But look, sickness is way more expensive than being well. And uh, it's like you, you can pay me now or pay me later is that old saying commercial used to be. But I encourage people to take a proactive step in your health and don't wait to be in a place of desperation. 100%. That's what I did. And it ended up costing me a fortune. I was taking out mm -hmm. loans and maxing out health care credit cards. And it yeah. just 
it's it's depressing but i just felt so bad that i was like i don't know what else i would do i have to do this like this this protocol is going to cost 20 grand i don't have the 20 grand just sitting here and so i just would max out credit cards and stuff and just pay them down pay them down bunch of had cavitations done and got mercury out of my teeth and it was like one thing after another but i was just like whatever and so if you want to wait until you're sick like i was then you'll you'll go ahead you'll be paying much more than you would just getting some hair tests or some blood tests along the way and kind of being proactive so i agree yeah it's not that bad you know you're gonna pay a few hundred bucks you know to get that stuff done and i i encourage people to to have money aside you know and, and minimally speaking if people can put 75 100 bucks aside a month to spend on good supplementation and then use the rest of it to find good places to be active and and eat good food, get good sleep, and stay off of negative media and hang around people that are going to lift you up, not tear you down, <laughs> uh, you can actually do pretty good. And if you can just kind of do that as a pattern of life and kind of life decisions, you'll you'll be all right as far as it goes. Do you want to do more from time to time? Sure you do. You got to get blood testing, urine testing, hair testing, um, you know, stool testing. All these things are important. But these principles you, you know, I just mentioned, boy, everybody's got to master those. Yeah, I totally agree. Why don't we switch over to hydrogen and hydrogen devices uh, for the last little bit of the show here? What got you kind of obsessed uh, with hydrogen? It seems like you have like a complete deep dive, like a complete understanding of everything that hydrogen does in the body. And it's awesome. But what got you so interested in that? I was listening to, I think it was Dr. Chris Shade. He's out of Colorado. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, good dude. Um, but I was listening to him. He was talking about um, hydrogen. And he had these little tablets. And I started studying hydrogen. And I got into the genetics of it. He didn't talk about the genetics of it. I had that background. So he was talking about hydrogen being able to dismantle free radicals that are in excess selectively. Not just randomly, but selectively. Meaning that hydrogen, because of its molecular structure and size, smallest on the periodic table, could cross barriers and its action would uh, synergistically dismantle excessive, dangerous, no good for nothing free radicals. And so I began to look backwards in that. My wife and I dove into the genetics of it and we realized that within the mitochondria, the production of energy, as I alluded to earlier, has free radicals as part of a byproduct. But within the free radical buildup system, we have these three key enzymes that are coded genetically that are designed to break down free radicals. And those are the names that people can look, shortened SOD, superoxide dismutase, shortened CAT catalase, shortened GPX1 glutathione peroxidase. Those three key things, enzymes, which are driven by cofactors, the cofactor mineral of superoxide dismutase, SOD, is manganese. The cofactor for catalase is iron. Crazy. And so iron, you know, is a big deal. And then the cofactor for glutathione peroxidase was selenium. And then there's some other ones around there, other forms of SOD that have cofactors of copper and zinc. Back to those guys again. So I realized that looking at genetics, each of these enzyme functions and the speed or effectiveness of their ability to perform <clears throat> is driven by our genetic code. So I would go back and look at the genetics of people and realize that the majority of people have a slower than normal functioning SOD. 
which means that if we don't have enough manganese and these trace minerals, that's not going to perform anyway. And then if it's slow, genetically speaking, we're going to build up free radicals, which is going to cause us to be rapidly aging. So at that moment in time, I was like, man, I looked at my own genetics. I started looking at people's and I realized that patterns were there that people need hydrogen. So I started taking those little gray hydrogen pills. And of course, I'm taking two or three times a day at two or three bucks a piece, man. And of course, I'm working on this and being in practice, I could do that. But I realized that everybody can't, but there was no other alternative. And so I'm like, wow, you know. And so I started seeing a bunch of hydrogen machines come out. And I started looking at them and I was looking at the manufacturer. And I'm I'm not one that um, I don't buy hype, man, at all. I don't. I mean, I've been approached by every thing around based upon what I do. You know, hey, I got the next best thing. <laughs> and I just don't go for that, man. I want to know the studies behind it. I want to know what it does and why it does it. And I was sold on hydrogen. And uh, and I, I met the people that actually run Holy Hydrogen here in the States. And I, I talked to them and they were at a trade show, right? And so at one of our events, I think, right? And uh, of course, they're approaching doctors, you know, and I'm sure they're having a hard time because doctors are like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Get away from me, you know. But they approached me, seemed like very good guys. Uh, it was uh, actually it was uh, the heart, you know, the husband and son or the, the man and his son hearts, you know. And, and I think that, you know, they're great people. And uh, so they were starting talking about hydrogen. And, and I go, oh, man, I, I know about hydrogen. And we really hit it off. And so that got me interested in what they do. And I don't work for them, right? I just really support the science, right? So that's mm -hmm. that's me. And um, I started talking to them about the manufacturing processes of their machine that they had. And I, I like the, the titanium. I like the uh, manufacturing uh, hardware of it. I like the result of it. I didn't have to worry about, you know, the little gray tabs turning my water gray with other things in there that I didn't really want. You know, I wanted just hydrogen water. And I wanted it in a high parts per million. And uh, they were able to provide that with that machine. And so, man, I'm like, give me a machine. So I immediately moved all of my uh, tablets out and moved the hydrogen machine in. And I drink it every day. Now, do I have a profound impact in my own life? I don't know, because I'm healthy, right? But in other people, that are not and have not been living a healthy life, I do see profound impact. Because when you dismantle excessive free radicals, this is super important, you also diminish chronic systemic inflammation, which is a part of every single solitary disease process. And so you're taking care of the cells. You're making sure they have the opportunity to work. you got to talk about nutrition. And if the cells are working okay, that means the system's working okay. And that means you're not putting on a bunch of excess weight. You're not getting a bunch of chronic ex, uh, excessive inflammation. And therefore, life functionality or biological aging uh, processes is back to normal again. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love hydrogen because it's that selective antioxidant that you talked about, right? Because yeah. we don't want to just go in and clean sweep everything out of the system. We want it to be selective in that way to where you're just kind of getting rid of kind of just kind of balancing it out. I think um, when you hear people talk about ozone, it kind of works in like this balancing way as well, right? It's kind of selective yeah. with how it does things. And that's what more what you're looking for. You don't want it to be like I've heard you explain this kind of like an antibiotic right you don't want it to just go in and wipe out everything because then you're left with nothing but hydrogen seems to have this effect why do you think that is what what's so special about hydrogen why it makes it selective like that well if you look at the um if you get into the biochemistry of all this is fascinating so just going back to the mitochondria the mitochondria is going to create atp right that's going to create those waste products those waste products those free radicals are going to signal the uptick of superoxide dismutase that first enzyme that's supposed to break those down and it converts them into hydrogen peroxide, which most people have heard, right? Then hydrogen peroxide is converted into water and oxygen by catalase, the second enzyme. It's converted into water by glutathione peroxidase. So you have this free radical broken down to hydrogen peroxide. And keep in mind, hydrogen peroxide has a purpose. It can actually mitigate some viruses. It can burn them out. You know, it's kind of a good thing. So we don't want to knock out hydrogen peroxide. It's also a free radical. We don't want to do that. They have purposes. But if they don't, if that situation doesn't work, SOD is not working well, and catalase is not being able to break down hydrogen peroxide, and glutathione is not being able to break down hydrogen peroxide, those excessive free radicals can combine with iron and copper. Back to that again if we get too much. Mm -hmm. And they can make a free radical called hydroxyl radical, which has no good purpose at all. It leads to dysfunction of the production of serotonin and dopamine in our brain. So it can lead to mood issues. It can lead to brain fog. It can lead to depression. It leads to lipid peroxidation in our vascular system, which can lead to heart disease. I mean, it's a bad deal. And that thing, in a biochemical way, if we have enough hydrogen present, guess what takes hydroxyl radical and cuts it in half and makes it back into water? One thing. I didn't design this. God did. <laughs> One thing. Hydrogen. Hydrogen is within us. But over the course of time, we become more dysfunctional as we age. But what if we could bring hydrogen back into us in a form of water or air? We can breathe through a cannula. Same machine can do that. We can actually have an endless supply of hydrogen, which selectively can dismantle that nasty hydroxyl radical it has no good purpose so whenever that thing builds up we have hydrogen around that can quench it and that's a good thing and it doesn't knock out the rest of those free radicals that have some purpose so it's a balancing act isn't it so let's look at hydrogen as sort of this balancer and i you know back to your mention of the antibiotic it wipes out all of them you wouldn't want a something to come in and wipe out all of your free radicals, that would be foolish and you would suffer for that. You want selective free radical mitigation. 
And that's what biochemistry tells us. That's the way God made us. And that's why I can see where because of that structure of hydrogen being small, it can actually go into the mitochondria area of all areas of our body, brain, GI tract, heart, and it can have a positive effect towards the reduction of these damaging free radicals. That's amazing. And what it sounds like to me is hydrogen's kind of coming to the rescue because we're, we, we have just not, not only that, de- I always say it's not just decades of you being unhealthy, right. it's generations, right? Like you said, we're getting it from grandma and mom and you're kind of coming in with a, with a, I did a show on genetics yesterday and he's like, he's like, some people are coming into the world with their genetics already 90% loaded, like already the epigenetic, they're all switched off. All the bad genes are turned on mm-hmm. right from birth. And so what it sounds like, you know, we can use this hydrogen, especially why we do try to balance out a lot of these vitamins and minerals, because those vitamins and minerals are going to turn these um, enzyme functions on as well. But hydrogen can kind of help you with the inflammation, because from what I understand, as far as I'm no expert, but we can get that inflammation down, you can kind of get rid of a lot of your like hormone resistance, Mm -hmm. right? Like when the inflammation's all all around the outside of that cell, your thyroid hormone can't get in, your testosterone can't get in. So that's why I like things that, you know, like the PEMF and the sauna and the ozone things that help to lower the inflammation so that, you know, the nutrients can actually get in the cell that I'm actually taking or, you know, the hormones can kind of receive the messages because when you're a dumpster fire inflammatory being, which is like, sad to say, probably 85, 90% of America, at least you're, you're really not getting a lot of your nutrients, even if you're taking high quality supplements and then your hormones, you're just, you have a lot of hormone resistance. It's not like the thyroid isn't working. It works, but you're having a lot of resistance and that's where the hypothyroid comes in or the hyperthyroid. It's like the thyroid's working. The adrenals are working. There's just a lot of resistance within the hormones. Yeah, that's right. Cells have receptors and they receive um, signals from the hormones. Hormones are chemical messengers. And then you've got the, uh, the cells able to, if they're working well, they will allow nutrients inside to be assimilated within the cell to make our systems run. Now, to your point, chronic systemic inflammation is a stressful thing. When we're living in chronically stressed environments, you know, even mentally speaking, that is, as well, spiritually speaking, as well, the cells actually stop receiving things and they get stiff, they get resistant because they are in a panic mode. There is a whole science about the ability to control cellular responsiveness by what we say. In other words, the verbal word actually creates the cell's response. So our cells can be dictated by what we speak. If we speak fear all the time, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that, we're living in this chronic state of stress, the cells will regress into this, okay, I need to come in here and survive mode. But when we speak life, they can go into thrive mode and they can begin to push those receptors, those defective proteins to the surface, and they can begin to sense what's going on and begin to go back to work for us. But the cells are supposed to go into resistance mode when we're living in a chronically stressed environment because simple evolutionary genetic structure indicates this. Our genes have changed 2% in 10,000 years. If that's true, our interpretation of these, this chronic systemic inflammation, this obesity, these diseases, these pollutions, this, uh, the way the world is, right? The body's interpreting that as, guess what, being chased by a lion trying to eat you. And so you're not going to receive nutrients at that point. You will not because you're not supposed to. 
You're not supposed to stop on the side of the trail and, you know, have sex. That's why you're not going to get hormone production because the lion would eat all of you. You're not supposed to step there and eat a, eat a, a salad and a piece of wild caught salmon. There's a little plug for that kind of meal, right? <laughs> you're not going to get that because you're not supposed to eat. Digestion and assimilation goes down when you're under stress. So it's really biologically very plausible and reasonable why that happens. But hydrogen, if you bring it in, it can provide some balance. It can bring more calm. Do you still need to change? Yes. Uh, don't just take hydrogen and eat like crap and think you're okay. It will help you. But it really is an adjunct, a piece of what I believe essential therapy is for people that want to get well and stay well. Now, does it help people that have disease processes? If you look at disease processes being chronic systemically inflammation as a component, yes, of course it would be a good adjunct. And so that's why I don't see a, a applicable non-use for it. I see it as a normal use, like every day. I mean, I, I'll drink that water every day. I do it before workout, after workout, and I drink it during the day because you know, I need to be able to think and I need to not have brain fog. I need to be able to recall these biochemical processes, interviews. I mean, my God. Um, but it's important. And, and I just I can't uh, be more highly recommendation oriented for people to strongly consider utilizing hydrogen as part of their base protocol. Yeah, it's a, I love the tablets and that's why I'm having I'm going to do a few shows with a few different companies who have the machines and yeah. trying to figure out, pick their brains and see which one I like best because they're kind of a larger purchase. But mm -hmm. what uh, else stood out about the holy hydrogen to you? I know the metals is a big piece, right? Why do the cheap metals, don't they? From what I've gathered, I, I've heard that some of them can kind of start to create ozone and chlorine yep. after a certain amount of hours of use. Is that due to the like the electrodes or the metals they're using? It is. Some of those metals, you know, they'll use titanium in this machine, which I like. You know, you're not going to take the erosion and corrosion aspect. But if you get those metals leaching into the water, um, that's not what you want. Right. You were talking about before we uh, went live, you know, even I think at the beginning of two doing a, a heavy metal detox. Why is that important? Not that metals are bad, but if we get an excessive load, it can create toxicity, which creates chronic systemic inflammation. So you can actually look at some of these machines that are cheaper. Yeah, you might get the hydrogen water for a while, but what if you get an erosion and corrosion experience? Well, that's not going to work because you've actually just invested money. And it's like it's like buying a, a Vitamix blender over a cheaper blender. You're still going to get a blend, but which one is going to produce the consistency of a high quality that you want with the guarantee to provide that consistency? And it's it's like buying a cheap disposable car over a car that has more warranty on it. Not the best example, but you get my drift. But with this machine, you got the, the great performance, which I like. I mean, duh. But I like the idea that I'm just getting exactly what I want. I don't want that other junk. And I don't want a, a cheap offshoot. I want the best. And from what I can tell, and you know, I'm, I'm sure I don't know everything out there. <laughs> but what I can tell, this, this is what I've seen is, is the best that I've experienced, the best that I've been able to find. And, and that's why, you know, I, I mean, people should use hydrogen, but you should get a machine that's going to get you good hydrogen. 
Absolutely. Have um, has Holy Hydrogen done any type of like gas analysis or like after a machine's been used for a certain period of time to prove that it's not creating any of that uh, like ozone or chlorine or any other of these other substances? I don't know. That's a good question. I will ask them that. Um, but that's, that's a good question. I think it would all go back to, uh, you know, cleaning it probably too would have some aspect as well. And and they give good, pretty good instructions. It's easy to clean, by the way. I, I cleaned mine just the other day and, um, you know, it's real simple to do just a little paper towel and just drain it off. But uh, it's a simple machine to operate, not complicated at all. You know, I really don't think you could, you'd have a hard time messing it up, right? But that would be a good study to do probably to, to test varying machines with different um, non-cleaned versus cleaned. And then maybe someone has used it, you know, say 200 times or something like that. Difficulty to probably do it. But I don't know if they've done that, but uh, certainly I think it's a great question. Yeah, I think from my other buddy who's like kind of deep in the hydrogen, I talked to you, he said that they can, sometimes they don't start producing those type of toxic substances for like 500 to maybe even a thousand hours. So it's also got to be a study done by someone who's had a lot of time put into the machine. So it's not as easy as like, oh, let's just run some studies before we sell the machine. It's kind of like, now you got to have somebody who's used it. That's quite a bit of time, 500 to a thousand hours. I mean, it is. And I think that's very key and very, um, intelligent of you to point that out look at the studies the studies have to be well designed they have to be reasonable and they have to really answer the questions you're asking because you can take any study and you can make it look like it says something but does it really say what it is being claimed is being said and you see that all through the type of products protocols supplements that's a very good point and i'm one that I read those studies because if it doesn't make sense, I'm like, what are you trying to sell me, dude? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's talk about the uh, difference here. Cause I know you can do the, um, you can infuse the water and then there's even like a, uh, they're using like some frequency kind of technology. I read on the site to, to kind of vortex the water. It sounds like, but then you can also do inhalation. So yeah. why don't we talk about the like difference and benefits of, of using it in different various ways? Well, the inhalation process obviously is a no-brainer. You know, when people are having upper respiratory things, you know, with uh, the big virus that was and is, I mean, we recommended that. And we did get good remediation because within the lungs, obviously, you know, you get that air that comes in there and uh, it's got the hydrogen. Well, those little uh, cells that would have inflammation on them, that tissue, that would help mitigate that, which is great, right? Um, Think about crossing the blood-brain barrier, too. I mean, easy to get across the blood brain barrier by intranasal uh, sort of inhalation, which is, is not a hard thing. Most people know I use a lot of intranasal peptides such as C-Max and C-Lank that work incredibly well to bring uh, calm to the brain. But free radical presence and damage in the brain actually can damage your neuronal cells. So I think that you're talking brain, upper respiratory, lung issues, in a whole different um, application as opposed to the water. The water coming in, on the other hand, I talked earlier about leaky gut, and those epithelial cells can become uh, damaged, strained, inflamed, and leaky. Well, hydrogen and water at that point could have a great application for healing the gut, which would give you better nutrient assimilation, which would give you better cellular performance. So in either case, though different in um, 
distribution and different in the initiation of the therapy, you're going to get benefits. So you can do both. Now, you have to understand, and people would want to, it's easier to do water when you're out moving around. You know, I'm not going to take the machine and have it with me when I'm in the gym and breathe it, you know. <laughs> but if you have time that's stationary and you're at a desk, you could actually get your device, plug it in, and be breathing that stuff, um, you know, while you're doing some work on a computer, for example. Yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing, and uh, that's really the way to go. It seems like the tablets, especially. Um, I did find a company, the Axiom, that makes uh, tablets that you don't have to dissolve, which has been mm. pretty cool. And they actually work pretty, actually as strong as any ones that I've ever used. Actually, so mm. I actually like those. Um, but the dissolving part, like if you're on the go and you're trying to like do something, it takes three minutes, two, three minutes. And yeah. so it's kind of a headache, but I want to just like have a, a device right here in my office for when I'm doing work and stuff. Well, the machine's been cool for me because in my office, you know, and, and home, you know, right. It's, I can pour it, walk to my desk, walk to my office and I can drink it. And, and I think it's reasonable that we would understand the body is predominantly water anyway. So if the body is pretty predominantly water and we have hydrogen water, well, that's kind of like a match made in heaven, is it not? So you get the molecular binding aspect of that because it, you, you are what you, you eat, you are what you drink. And so I, I look at it like that, too, from a real reasonable standpoint. I want to have good water in because I want my body's water systems to work well. Yeah, totally agree. One uh, kind of last question here. I know you got kind of a hard cutoff. Um, what um, is there anybody who can't use hydrogen? Is it toxic in any doses? Anything people should be aware of that it would harm them in any way? There's not. And I've looked at the literature. I can't find one negative thing out there at all. And I find it fascinating because there's a lot of things out there that have negative. I mean, I look at peptides. Peptides are much like that, too. You know, I can't find very rarely can you find any study that sort of delineates any negativity. But hydrogen because it's a natural occurring substance in the body, because it's naturally occurring substance in the atmosphere, there's no negatives. And so I, I don't think that people should be going down those trains of trying to find something wrong with it. Try to find more and even better applications of that in addition to what I have outlined and what's in literature. And because of the volume of studies that people can see, I think you can look on you know, all the typical PubMed websites. You can look out there and see them thousands of studies. There's a ton of studies going on right now, right here in America on the usage of hydrogen to remediate diseases and lower the burden of inflammation. Some of them are quite impressive, which is really fascinating. So I don't think this thing's going away. I think it's just coming on more and more. Do I ever think we reach mainstream? I don't know because it's not, you're not going to get a highly profit out of this one, you know, <laughs> but I do think that uh, most people out there that have an intuitive desire to learn more about their self, um, it's coming. The biohacker space, obviously, the bodybuilder space, the um, more natural biological aging clinicians like myself, it's, it's out there right now and it's getting more and more and more, which makes me very happy. Yeah, 100%. Now, we focused a lot kind of on like disease today, but there is a lot of good people who just use it for recovery from workouts, just yeah. overall better brain performance. I mean, yeah. you actually just feel really, really good when you take hydrogen. I mean, all around, you don't have to be super sick to get the benefits. No, no. If, if there's a person out there that's lifting and exercising and in any fitness, uh, look, think about recovery, think about muscle tissue uh, development, retention, building. 
Think about leanness in the body, good uh, brain function, making good decisions, being clear of mind, uh, de-stressing. Um, it, it all applies. And, and it's not just something you should do when you're sick. No, it, don't get sick. That's the point. Awesome. Is there any other thing special that we missed that you think we should cover about the Holy Hydrogen Machine before we jump off of here? No, I just think that um, people should look around. I mean, that's the machine I have, and I've outlined the reasons why that is. Um, a little bit of an investment there, but you balance that investment with those tablets and what that costs. It's a no-brainer, you know, over the course of time. Um, I think it's good. I think people should use it all the time, and, and I think people should really – also, to refurbish what I'm talking about, find a company, reach out to us if you want to, but find a company that will do your genes for you, your genetics, so you can actually see it for yourself. Because when you see it for yourself, you're like, oh, that makes sense right now. It will cause a better stickiness of the application of that into your lives. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. The show was great. I haven't done one on hydrogen. Really, really enjoyed it. Tell everyone where they can find you, find the Holy Hydrogen Machine, anything that you want to plug. Yeah, they can reach out to us at Sherwood.tv. I mean, all of our books, movies, and stuff are there, and media and things like that. If people want to work with us, they can. I mean, we've got people all around the country we deal with, including your state, right? Um, but it, but that's what we do. I know that um, Holy Hydrogen has been pretty fortunate. You know, they've, they've got a website out there that's holyhydrogen.com, and I know you've been there, and that's where people can go on there and research the machine, and people can – get on PubMed and look that up, but you can, if you want to, and I don't mind people doing this. They didn't ask me to get this out, but if they want to get some money off, they can put a checkout code of F M I, which is basically our clinic checkout code. So if you want to use that and get some money off, you can, and, and you're going to spend a little bit of money, but take the money off that you can, but that, that checkout code works well with holyhydrogen.com site. Awesome. Thank you so much. Can't wait for the show to come out. It was a pleasure. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me, Mr. I appreciate you very much. No problem. If you enjoy this show, would you please take a second to subscribe, rate, and review it for me? Also, if you'd like to know more information about Combo, personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, or for upcoming retreat information, which I host with my wife, please visit my website in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. My handle over there is at Integrative Matt. Until next time, my friends.